All right, folks. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bucks of America podcast. I am your host, Jeff Vance. Thank you for tuning in again. This is the cooking edition for Bucks of America podcast with the the host and the brains behind Legendary TV, Dakota Miller. Wednesday, we were talking about his epic season. I mean, he was involved with 12 birds, shot for himself, and I recommend going back and listen to his episode because he gives tips, tricks. We even talk about calling on that episode to give the listeners an opportunity to hear what he does to allow him to become so successful where he takes preparation, luck, and they meet together, and hey, 12 birds later. Now, anyways, this whole episode is about talking about cooking. And since he's had a phenomenal season, he's kind of, he's kind of got, he's, he's, he's got a couple recipes he wants to talk to us about. I don't know what they are, which is even better. So uh, it's going to be a surprise for everybody, but I'm going to turn the mic over to Dakota and tell us more about him. Yep. This is, uh, this first one's actually one we just tried this year. I just, I, I thought of it one day uh, after I, it was, I think it was my uh, Kentucky bird. I did this one on and uh, I thought I seen some bacon there in the fridge one day. so. I had my uh, girlfriend shine or I was like, we got to cut some uh, strips of that turkey up and then wrap the bacon around it and uh, put it on our Traeger grill and uh, kind of smoke and grill it a little bit. So we ended up doing that and she did it and uh, we ended up having that, but that was uh, some of the just, I mean, phenomenal. I mean, you had that bacon taste inside the turkey and it was just juicy and then you had the bacon wrapped around it, but that was, that was something new we tried this year and it was, that was pretty phenomenal. That's good. Then, so now with it, what did you what did you set the temperature at, and what pellets did you use for this creation? It was uh, at three fifty, and uh, we had uh, the mesquite pellets in there. We had those, and I I, I mixed in. Uh, I like mixing a little bit. Uh, I had the uh, apple one flavored in there as well. Interesting. It's a mesquite a little bit. Yeah, see, I like mesquite and I like apple, but I've never mixed them two together. Like I grew up, like my dad would would every once in a while make trips go to go down to Arizona. That's where his brother lived for twenty plus years. But he always come back and actually get like mesquite wood itself, and we we would we would sip on that wood for 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 a long time between each trip, and that's what we used a lot for. Like my brother and I love mesquite. We used it on chicken and steak and pork chops and all that fun stuff. Now, can you just can you describe to me the combination of how the mesquite and the apple wood worked with the bacon, the turkey? Um, it, uh, it was almost, it was a little hard to explain, but it just was, uh, it was just all around it. You can kind of taste it in the, uh, turkey too, with the bacon and it just gave it just enough, a little bit of a, just a little bit of that flavor in there with behind the bacon. Every time you uh, taste it, it was just, it was kind of a lot, but it, it, it really actually came out well. I wasn't sure I was going to come out, but it was a lot going on, but it actually came out really uh, good. Gotta love happy accidents. No, did you put any spices on it? No, I don't. No, we didn't put any, actually any spices at all. It was just the bacon and the turkey, and then yeah, just the pellets from the grill. That's all we did on it. Oh, nice. See, this is where uh, you could take some inspiration for me when I when I want to try and try something new. I go to TikTok and I go to and I go to uh, Pinterest. Both places really provide some really good inspiration to try some stuff, especially when like you, it's it's a, a, a specific but delicate cut of meat, like, especially like if you're doing breast from a turkey and it's like you only get so many wild birds a year. 
that's a good way to try something safe for one one recipe and then you could take it if you like the way it turned out like well what if i add this and what if i remove this and add that this way you can kind of create to be your own so when you're thinking about making because i'm sure you have still have quite a bit of meat left don't you yeah yeah try something like that and see if you can put something together with it maybe work with i like working with marinades because marinades are always interesting the biggest thing that is is that uh, i always try to do is that first time i marinate something i just marinate it in the meat that's it then if i can and i taste i cook it i eat it and if i don't like like i if it doesn't deliver the flavor that i know it can then the next time i do it i'll actually inject it and then work around with that so this way then i consistently i'll get it and then that's what usually what i show my guests like our friends like i usually will marinate like a backstrap or some or some shanks or something like that from whitetail smoke them up and then then i'll eat it myself and i don't like it then i probably won't, i don't typically share it, but if it's something that but when i when i improve upon it then i share it to people and it just it just slaps every single time like uh easter i cooked uh, a six inch piece of backstrap marinated it with light sodium soy sauce light sodium light sodium uh Worcestershire sauce uh pepper flakes a rosemary and then I then what I did to change it up to spice it up is that I used that um, candied bacon in it oh, fuck man that tasted good it's like and then, and then I injected it throughout the course of the meat I smoked it up to 135-ish, pulled it off, let it rest for about 15 minutes, cut it up like quarter-inch size dot, uh, medallions because I, I left it as one round log. So I just cut it all up that, man, it was so tender and so juicy. It's like, oh, it was delicious. Absolutely amazing. And plus, I had smoked it, or excuse me, I had a, marinated it for five hours prior to it as well. So this way, then it, it was trying to get everything to all work to it. And then I, then of course, I dusted it with the, the, um, the candied bacon. To, to not a lot on, I just kind of put enough to, to develop that flavor profile to it. Man, it just because it was already had a lot. It already had it already had it injected it. So it's like you want to find that balance. This way, you're not going to be overwhelmed by it, but also still have a nice level of heat because candied bacon has sriracha in it and paprika and a few other different. Uh, pepper in it to give it a nice little kick to it because if it's like i found out if you put it on ribs and you put a lot on it oh your 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 nose is running your eyes are running but boy does it hurt so good <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll have to try and then what else have you so you you tried that one do you have any other recipes with wild turkey that you've created so far yeah, we actually, there was a, another one. Uh, this is actually my mom tried this out of, uh, I think it was our Iowa turkeys. Uh, we had, we had a, uh, it was a fish fry and we also had some turkey. We uh, cut up like almost a little nugget size, about the size of little fish uh, nuggets. Uh, she actually seen somewhere and used pancake mix as the batter. And that, that was pretty good. It tasted real sweet, like a pancake on the outside. And then you had the, the fish or the turkey on the inside and that was something new that actually we tried. I kind of forgot about, but yeah, that was, we had that for the first time this year and it was good. That is, that intrigues me. That sounds very interesting to try that out. I see, I never thought about using it that way. Then I just heard of a rest, uh, a guy using whip, no, no, whipped cream, sour cream as, really? 
as a means to uh, as a mer- or as a uh, a batter for fish. Not qu- I may be mistaken, but I, that's what keeps on popping in my head. And it's it's light coating, doesn't require a lot. Then then you just use your your salt and pepper, whatever you want to use for a seasoning on it. You throw it in there, let it cook till it's done, and you're good to go. Man, yeah, I'll try that. You never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never heard of that either. But pancakes. So the pancake batter is is nice and thick. So you have that nice coat and it can create the nice coating for it. But the upside about pancake mix, since it's being thick, you can actually experiment with putting different uh, spices in there too as well. You can do sweet or you can do savory or you can do spicy with it. And the best part with uh, pancake batter, you can actually like have X, Y, and Z to kind of yeah. give you that experiment to see what you think of everything. And like, this way it allows you to be creative, but you're, you're not, you, you're not doing one thing of it. You're doing something small of it and you get, everybody has a little bite to it. And it's like, well, if it doesn't, if it, if it's a miss, well, you know, not to do it again. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, it was good. And I think I'll definitely have to put in it. Cause I think what we did was just salt and pepper a little bit in there. That's how we put, but definitely a good idea to start putting some seasons in there and just trying different things for sure. For sure, yeah, exactly. It's it's always safe to start with uh, salt and pepper because it's 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 a, it's a it's a staple. It's very easy to go. You can't really mess it up, and then yeah. that's where you can become. And after you after you like, well, this tastes really good. Now it's like, do we do you add something to it or do you leave it alone? That's where the that's comes down to the chef's choice. Yeah, yeah. All right, then. So do. Uh, do you have anything? So what, would, what after everything we just got done talking about, do you have any ideas or inspiration you want to try on another piece of meat that you think that uh, you'd want to try out? Besides, like, because we all came up with different ideas. Maybe you can pick one from each one to make something out of it. I don't know. Um. Yeah, maybe. All in mind, yeah, maybe trying to put in the pancake mix um, and possibly something with bacon also almost like a breakfast and i don't know how you exactly do that but try to incorporate that also as well i'd have to think about it but yeah because that would be something it would be different but it'd be something that need to try to think of and try out so how about this taking a smaller breast piece of a wild turkey taking it and wrapping it in in bacon completely wrapping it up and then using like toothpicks to hold it together then then uh Putting, dropping that into your pancake batter and then frying that all together. So this way it's small enough for a sample size, but you're not ruining the entire cook. Like that sounds like fun. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I'd definitely do that. That's, that's a good idea. I think, man, it sounds really good. It's like, it reminds me of uh, a, a happy accident my wife and I came up with. We were doing chicken breasts and I took, I used a pound of bacon half a pound on each piece of the the chicken breasts and we i wrapped them all up took toothpicks stuck them all in there so this way it holds nice tight just doused it in uh sriracha or candied bacon and then we air fried it oh man did it hit oh it was so delicious (laughs) that does sound good but then on top it off too the bacon uh for some of the for one of the chicken bread or like what we did is i split uh uh, jalapeno bacon in, in, into two. So this way, each each bird or each breast got an opportunity for. It. Oh man, it's that 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 jalapeno bacon. If you could find it, or what we had to do here in the Midwest is my dad has a uh, 
a butcher that he goes to in Iowa, and it's an Amish farm, and that's how he make, that's how he procures it. Is that you have to buy X amount of meat, then they'll do it. So this way, it's not like they're only like, oh, I only want like two or three pounds of it. No, you have to you have to buy like I think it's a ten pound minimum just to make it worthwhile to do to do all do all the process they do in it. But boy, does it t- turn out so good! It's just absolutely delicious. So if you if you have an Amish community or somebody or a butcher that is, gets excited about doing something like that, or maybe you already have a guy in your area to do it, worth a shot to try it out because you won't regret it. Yeah, for sure. I'll definitely do that. Sounds good. Man, I'm, I'm hoping one of these days you, we, can, we can meet up someplace and we can cook together and I can show you what I can put together for you just to kind of give you some inspiration because it's like it'd be cool like if you actually were able to kill a bird here in like Iowa or Minnesota or something like that or Wisconsin and then we meet up, we do, we, we, we just take that bird, break it down and figure out what each piece of meat we're going to do with and make it the star of the meal. Yeah, we'll have to plan it. Yeah, we need to plan it so now for sure next year. <laughs> Definitely. Fun. Do that for sure. That'd be a blast. So when you when do you think you're going to start planning your west hunts for, whether it be whitetail or turkey? I'll probably start doing whitetails here. We're kind of doing that now and everything and throughout the summer. So I, I can plan that even, yeah, even for deer or something like that. And then, uh, But yeah, for sure, turkey I'll be doing probably around the same time here or towards the end after I get my fall schedule figured out. So I'll get okay. a hold of definitely plan that out because that would be something pretty neat and be able to film it all step by step and oh for sure man that'd be fantastic it's been, yeah because if you can figure out like in uh, in uh by august it kind of lets me know what to what to bring because i still i have a i'm going to an out-of-state hunt too in illinois uh it's bigger bucks outdoors uh bigger travis biggers this guy's name he it's, it's all free range white tail deer he's got ten thousand acres to work with but i got to consider a lot of that acreage is also tillable land as well so you got you got to break that down a little bit but he's got some he's got some pretty looking nice looking bucks but i won the hunt i just was oh, i was oh. in the dells i wanted a new it's like i, I like the, i like his company and i like him so it's like he's been on the podcast once before so it's like all right well i didn't win last year i put in there but like this year i go i want a new coffee cup so it's like sweet. So I bought a new coffee cup, but it also came with like 20 entries, which is like cool. All right. And then uh Sunday at the close of the show, this sweet kid comes over. Uh, I think his dad or somebody like that won a hunt from Iowa, came, drew the name, and my name happened to be drawn. It's like sweet. Like that's awesome. Yeah, that is. That can't be yeah, that's gonna be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Then I talked to my good friend, uh, Bruce Hutch, and he used to, he, he does a uh, hutch on hunting and he's been hunting for oh, 50 years, tons of knowledge. And I was telling him about the, the lodge and everything about it. We also have, a he, we have a lot of mutual friends that we've introduced each other to. And so, uh, he decided to plan a book, a hunt for 2024. And it's like, and it's like, he, he didn't tell me he booked the hunt. It's like, you're coming and such and such is coming and such and such is coming. So it's like, where it's like, it's going to be a three to five day hunt in 2024. It's like, this is awesome. This is pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be a blast. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. And hey, maybe it's like you, if, if, uh, if a karma has its way and you, we can connect to 2024 as an Illinois hunt, we'll go from there. Cause it's, he's a, he's an outfitter. So I don't know. If, what you're if you're, what you're looking at in, in illinois it's something to look into but anyways okay. before we go, before we part ways is there anything else that we missed that you'd want to discuss about cooking i think i'm good 
phenomenal. All right, then, folks. Thank you again for tuning into our Cooking Edition podcast here. Dakota, what are the best ways to find you? On Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, and YouTube, uh, Legendary TV. And we're also on Carbon TV. And our show will be airing uh, my sportsman channel also this fall as well, Legendary TV. Perfect. So anyways, folks, I'll have this information in the show notes for you. So this way, then you can just simply click on his link. I like in, the, in the, the last episode we did here back in April or March, I just put uh, legendary, legendary TV.com in there. So you just click on that link. It'll take you to that and it'll have obviously everything. So this way, then you'll be able to get everything in one location. So Dakota, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate your time. It's always fun talking to you and hopefully we have the ambition to meet up and cross paths and cook up some amazing food. Yes, for sure. I'm excited. And thank you very much. I had another great time talking to you and looking forward to it again sometime. Thank you, sir.